Depending on how well you know me or where you know me from, you may be surprised, shocked, not surprised, and not shocked that I went to go see Beauty and the Beast in the theater tonight, which <laughs> in which Dan Stevens uh, of Legion fame, who's uh, Legion, plays the Beast. He voices the Beast. He plays himself physically at the beginning and at the end, and he does motion capture where it, it's an unbelievably... I mean, this is like Planet of the Apes, but even better... Um, CGI cool. renderings of, of semi-human faces. Uh, in fact, the biggest problem with the movie is that they're like, oh, he's a big scary beast and he's actually a very appealing looking beast. <laughs> like, like in the cartoon, you know, you have to sort mm-hmm. of pretend like he's scary because he's really not that scary looking. Um, and on top of that, even though I openly love the Disney uh, renaissance of the early 90s with Aladdin and the Lion King, even you you are horrified by the Little Mermaid. I hated the Little I Mermaid at the was. time just because... I didn't hate it. I was yeah. scared by it. Well, no, I hated it at the time because my sister was obsessed with it and she was singing it and oh. playing it and watching it all the time. But in retrospect, I actually really liked the Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast was my least favorite. It felt the most musically. I didn't like the songs. The story seemed cliched. You knew it were where it was going i mean you always know where it was going but mm-hmm. the interesting thing about beauty of the beast man it's the only major western fairy tale slash disney fairy tale where the whole point of the movie is that it's not love at first sight right i mean every other major you know aladdin love at first sight little mermaid love at first sight you know i mean all the major the fairy tales that we're used to as love at first sight and this one is specifically right. about learning to love someone despite what they look like. And I had, even though it has a 70% on Rotten Tomatoes, though 85 or 89% viewers, which is what I'm more concerned about usually, um, some reviewers who I respect, like A.O. Scott from the New York Times, really like the movie. And what I was hearing from reviewers that I trusted was that it was a somewhat dark and self-aware and, uh, and pol- even political kind of movie. And mm-hmm. it was. It dealt with PTSD. It met, dealt with hypermasculinity. It dealt with. Uh, uh, it dealt with um, ha- having strong female characters in, tr- in circumstances where traditionally you don't have strong female characters. Um, it, it dealt with you know women having to kind of train men to be normal human beings, uh, which is a, a real and important thing. You know, one of many, many, many important things that women contribute to our society is you know demilitarizing men. Um, and the contrast between the beast who is kind of tamed uh, versus Gaston, who was awesome, played by Luke Evans, who, by the way, (laughs) I always forget to say my favorite part by far of the Hobbit movies is Luke Evans as Bard, who's such a memorable character from the book, who's such an out and out good guy in the Hobbit book, but plays (laughs) it really in a complex way, given the limitations of the movies is awesome in the, the Hobbit movies. But he plays such a disturbed Gaston. But in this movie, he, he's coming from a war, which could be any number of French revolutions or, you know, uh, Napoleonic things or whatever. And, it, you know, he's clearly already a fucking douchebag, but he's, he's further disturbed from having gone to war. There's gay themes throughout. His sidekick right. is, is, like, clearly gay for him in the movie. And this movie mm-hmm. was, like, almost banned. I think it is banned in Malaysia and a couple other places because yeah. of the gay themes in the movie which are openly celebrated um and uh you know bell has bell played by emma watson who's so fucking good i just saw her in an amazing movie called colonia with uh daniel Brühl from a couple years ago that's on netflix Hmm. based on a horrifying true story of michael nyquist horrifying true story of a german couple in chile during the pinochet um takeover in the 70s 
um, and, and uh, um, Daniel Bruhl uh, plays a real character, a real life character who took who taken photos of some of the horrors of the Pinochet regime, just you know mass murdering people, and they were taken to this colony, Colonia, where uh, do you remember the, the the horrifying religious leader in Orphan Black? In the first couple uh, seasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who sews the he impregnates Helena? Impregnates Helena and sews that sews the girl's mouth together, and so take that, yeah. make him Michael Nyquist in a thousand times horrible, where he's like raping young boys and and Handmaid's yeah. Tale level imprisonment of women, and they're testing poison gas for the Pinochet regime yeah. on the people in the colony, and, and it's like horrible, horrible cult, and this was a real thing, and it was her, and it's it, it's not an amazing movie, but between her. And Brule just absolutely kill it. Emma Watson is just the perfect, you know, uh, Belle for 2017. Super empowered. She's the most empowered person in the whole movie. She's the one that's making everything happen. She stays by choice, which was in the original cartoon. Um, but you know, she she's really the one calling the shots the whole time. There's very little damsel in distress. They really accentuate that she's the only literate woman in the village, and they don't like her because how smart she is as a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the female empowerment stuff is really present in the movie. Anyway. I just want to give a shout out. I thought it was excellent. I don't even love the first original movie. I don't really like the music. My least favorite parts, although visually the the, the musical scenes were excellent here. Uh, my favorite parts of the movie were, were, were the dialogue and dramatic stuff, which was very funny and very mature. I mean, there were some clear political references in the dialogue, and people were gasping in the audi- in the audience at the sort of the balls of the filmmakers to bring in such mature themes to Beauty and the Beast. I don't know. It barely got a PG rating. This could have almost been a PG thirteen movie. So I just want to give a shout out to Disney um, and I'm gonna, uh, and much love to Dan Stevens, who was fantastic as motion capture, acting, voice, and everything as the Beast and then the Prince. And by the way, man, I looked this up since 2010. Disney's yeah. put out like under the Disney umbrella, like not Marvel, not Star Wars, like Disney right. Disney movies has put out about three dozen movies or so since 2010. Wow. Of the three dozen movies, the only ones I've seen since 2010, the only other Disney movie I've seen other than this is The Muppets in 2011 (laughs) and On an Airplane, Tomorrowland, which was terrible. (laughs) I did not see the BFG, Finding Dory, Alice Through the Looking Glass, The Jungle Book, Zootopia, Cinderella, Into the Woods, Frozen, Brave, Pirates of the Caribbean, on and on and on. Never seen seen any of these movies, so I'm not a Disney homer. I do like Marvel a lot. Well, and I Brave love Star is a Wars. Pixar film, right? But I'm, but I haven't I haven't seen any of those. Oh, and Queen of Katwe is the other one I've seen, which is fantastic. Right. But I, I thought this was really excellent. Sorry, just wanted to do a plug there. Um, and cool. Dan Stevens was great. It was sort of a little funny reveal at the end because they do the whole, he turns to the prince, but he's facing the other way and the camera kind of slowly zooms into him and he turns around. I almost started laughing because he's like Legion. You know what I mean? I mean, he's a very good looking guy, but he's not, you know, he's not like a uh, a super, he's not like Chris Hemsworth, you know, like you're almost expecting no, he's Chris got Hemsworth. a kind of angular yeah. head a little bit. He does look good. When uh, they dress him up though, they give him the long hair and it's funny actually, she makes a joke when they're dancing at the very end, like about him, he should grow a beard and it's obviously a reference to, you know, 
him being hairy as the beast, but also that he may look better in a beard. I don't know. It was, again, very yeah. self-aware and very funny. And they had awesome, awesome chemistry. And he did walk around on stilts and shit wearing a big thing, you know, that they mo-capped later. So they acted together on stage and then they acted together in the studio as well when he had to do his lines. So they definitely developed a relationship. And God, is he a lucky man <laughs> for, <laughs> for getting to make out with her. So Disney's doing some good stuff, man. 